0: Everyone and welcome to another episode of Let's Chat About Death. My name is Chris, and I will be guiding you through this uh, this episode today. Hope you're doing all well in um, whatever you're doing currently. So we get asked a lot about: Do you see anything paranormal in our industry? Uh, and for those people that don't know, uh, I run my own funeral home in Melbourne, Australia. And uh, I've been doing this for 24 years. And, uh, oh yeah, I can I can tell you that uh, we have seen a lot. So, uh, let's just go a little bit more into that paranormal things. I know uh, there's some of you out there that might go nah not into that and some that will go wow Chris tell me more. Um, in the early days uh, of first coming into the industry I probably didn't think too much of it because I, I guess it's like anything in life you you just follow what you're taught you know there's no such thing as ghosts and ghouls and and witches and all these other types of things. But then, obviously, you start reading more of the historical type of stuff and you think mm, there's a reason why things have happened in the past. But I guess one of the things that, obviously, we take uh, for granted is, um, well, I believe, is is life. People just go, yep, yeah, tomorrow's a new day, I can do whatever, but how do you know that that's going to happen? Um, and we don't. So for us, we are very honoured and uh, to be able to get someone's loved one uh, into our care centre and be able to give them beautiful treatment. Uh, so in, in regards to washing and dressing, uh, etc. So you all know that obviously we've set out to do these podcasts, Let's Chat About Death, because no one ever seems to want to talk about it. And you will hear me probably every single episode that I do, um, that we should be educating people more in what what we need to learn is death is, is okay. And um, so, let's dig a little bit deeper. So, As I just went off on a bit of a tangent, so I I do apologise. So getting into the paranormal side of things, like I said, when I started, I didn't really, you know, things were probably happening and I've just gone, okay, well, that's normal, but, or is it? But I didn't want to say anything to anyone. And I think this is where we all sort of come unstuck because how do you know that Joe Blog that you're talking to hasn't had the same experience and it is that 50-50. Do I and you know fifty percent chance that he or she is going to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," I do, I do know what you're talking about, or is it going to be that they're going to go, "Oh mate, you're a, you're a Fruit Loop." Um, so look, I yeah, I let I just let it roll. I just let it roll. I just went along with my everyday job, and um, and then more and more things were happening. And I guess this is where I started to become more attuned to certain noises or sounds or voices. and and when I say voices, I'm hearing people like, and there's no one else in the building. Um, now it could have been just a few words or it could have been a sentence, or it could have been children laughing. It could and that that is freaky when you know that there is no children. Because you know how children have got that sort of, <laughs> you know, that higher pitch, now I'm not very good at doing that, but um, that higher pitch uh, laugh, uh, so younger children, and you just think, uh, you know, not unless the kids are up early uh, next door, um, you know, neighborhood home or something like that. Because when I when I first started, I uh, started in a building that was uh in a pretty well-to-do area and that building was already 100-plus years old and it had been an orphanage, it had been a medical clinic, it had been like a doctor's, like doctor's surgery uh, and then finally got turned into a uh, funeral home. But now, now, drumroll please, it is now uh, units. <laughs> So all that all that time uh all those years has now just been yeah so all I can say is good luck to the people that are living in those units because uh the re- residue of what was there will still be there I can I can vouch for that 100%. So how did I move forward from all of those noises Now I used to just arrive you know, half an hour prior to, say, my normal start time, you know, because you didn't know how traffic was going to go, and I would normally come in, and there was enough light that you could see what you were doing, uh, but you had to wait until your sort of eyes adjusted a little bit, if that makes sense. You know, you know, probably know what I'm talking about. So... I would walk in the back door, go into the mortuary area and they'd have the big um, stainless steel doors that you would open up and get out the funerals that were happening or the, the coffins that were happening for that day. And at this location, there might have been four, maybe five, uh, sometimes only one. Uh, so it just depended on the date. So I've gone in and I would do this regularly and then I would just think, well, yeah, I'm he- I'm hearing things or... I'd sense something behind me or beside me and I'd go, nah. Or uh, for those that do have some form of ability, you will know what I'm talking about when you do get that um, that touch or that uh, – it's like static electricity. Um, and it might not it's, – it's not from anything else. It's not that it, – I mean, apart from I've opened the fridge and it's cool. So it's not like that, that cold chill that you get um, – and this went on for quite some time and I could still hear children I could still hear, um, you know, things sort of uh, or people talking and it might have been, you know, good morning, you know, good morning, hello, you know, and, and I'd get to the stage that I thought maybe there is someone here and I, and I do have to say hello, like, and uh, I know that none of the other staff were, were there and it got to me so I'd end up start walking around the building you know, yelling out, hello, is anyone here? You know, check the doors, the doors are still locked, there's there's no one. I'd come, like I said, come in, get the day sheets and all ready to go. And then um, I started to sort of go, well, and well, some of the other locations that we had too were quite uh, old um, against some new or there's been quite some traumatic things that have happened in that location or funerals that we've had of people that have died tragically. And, you know, once again, you know, they may have uh, held on in that location or something or nothing was cleaned up the way that it should have been or there might have been a personal item. So there's all sorts of things that go into that whole paranormal thing, you know. uh, You hear of people that have bought antique furniture or mirrors uh, and they go, oh... Just the whole room changed when we brought this dresser in. And you think, yeah, okay. So, I mean, they're beautiful. Some of those antiques are just really, really, really lovely. But how do you know, or if you're not experienced enough, to say do a blessing or smudge it or sage it, whatever you want to call it, smudge or sage, just to make sure that it is clean and it is being blessed. It's not a religious thing, but blessed. So... If there is anything that they know that it's they're not to play, okay? It's uh, and mirrors. You think about a mirror. How much? And I'm and I'm talking about a mirror that's been in a location for say a hundred years. How many things has that mirror seen? How many arguments? How many uh, lies? How many uh, fights? How many um, just? souls coming in and out sometimes mirrors can be portals um I'm going a little bit more a little bit in depth but people are like, nah, I'm not into that don't like that portals are a lot of crap but yeah if you had two mirrors that were uh opposite each other uh move them don't don't keep it like that uh you can read up on that um but once again some people don't believe in that but some mirrors once again you can you can bless it you can uh sage or smudge it um and you say what your intentions are and obviously the intentions are if there is anything that is here that we close it off we don't want you coming out we just want to see ourselves in the mirror imagine that staring into the mirror doing your hair or your makeup for those ladies and then all of a sudden seeing another face appear or something behind you wouldn't you absolutely uh you know poo yourself Wow. Uh, um, yeah, and you know, having this sort of uh, (laughs) these people sort of uh, approaching you, but um you know, it's uh yeah, like, ooh, who's at the door? Um but yeah, that that would be that would be but beautiful, beautiful items, you know. And it'd be interested interesting sorry to like go to an antique store and just get a feel and i haven't well we haven't as a family i don't think we've ever done it but you know uh just just to get the feel of some things but then on the other side is i don't want to ever bring anything back with me either um but that's called protection um archangel michael is the protector of anything like that so you ever want to protect yourself or your home or your house or whatever uh or yourself then just reach out to Archangel Michael he's a good bloke um but also there is jewelry that you can um, and crystals that you can use to protect yourselves from any negative entities or negative thoughts or whatever that's happening around right so the saga keeps going. Um, now, I'm probably talking months down the track. Uh, I started to feel a little bit more stronger um, and voices or, or feelings were starting to get a little bit more stronger. Now, I'm not saying like, you know, full on like, wool but yeah, I'm thinking that I just wasn't alone. But the thing that got me one day... And I think I may have already brought this up with another episode, so I apologise that I that I am repeating. But for those that haven't listened to those before episodes, do yourself a favour and go and listen to them. Um, you might you might learn a thing or two, um, or how weird I am. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. So um, so I come in this day and uh, I thought, oh, there's um there's like a, a bike, like a push bike there. And I thought, oh, maybe maybe it's our uh, assistant manager's bike because uh, he used to ride quite a bit. And I thought, oh, maybe maybe he's dropped it off and then picked up a car early and you know gone and used that on a job or whatever. So I just went, yep, no worries. And so I've walked into the mortuary area like I did every other morning, no lights on, Well, I've opened up the door and, oh, my God, he is standing in the door going, Oh, far out. Well, I think I jumped out of my skin uh, and I reckon I jumped probably 12 feet up in the air, uh, out of body experience. And, um, wow, it was... um, Yeah, it was... (laughs) All of that. Um, and to this day, to this day, I find it hard to go into a mortuary or even into our cool rooms, like, uh, without lights. It's, uh, yeah, he stuffed it for me big time. Um, and to this day, uh, I still, i if like, I haven't heard from him for a while, but... Um, yeah, he he knows that I still have that fear of it. And up until then, no issue. No issue whatsoever. I could do I could do whatever. But then oh no, lights on. Uh making sure hello, I'm coming in, coming in now. And um I open up our call rooms with, you know, good morning or good afternoon. I don't want anything, yeah, it's weird. It it's a weird thing, but it 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 has affected me. Um Yeah, so how's that? How's that for a bit of – you may have had a similar experience where you've felt something at home, you just – or things would move. Um, You put something down and then all of a sudden it would be over the other side or, you know, drawers would be open when you know that you've closed them. TV goes on and off. Um, The lights flicker. Uh, The – you know, like little alarms go, all sorts of things can happen uh, if people are trying to reach out to you. Now, I know of some people that have reached out to us saying, you know, are you able to investigate our house? Um, Because we feel as though nothing's scary, but we know that someone is there. And uh, I've always said, you know, if people, people are open to that, then uh, uh, more than merry. I'm happy. I'm happy to do that, um, and we've got some pretty good equipment, um, you know, that we can use that that has had some really good results. So we are, um, yeah, we're prepared. We're prepared for anything that that was uh, us to do, pretty much. Um, so the, you know, older homes or homes that have had some um and I will use the word turbulence inside you know marriages that have gone pear-shaped or you know um there's been some really violent type acts happening there or I don't know just sort of toxic turbulence um and you, well you know if you've ever been on a plane what turbulence does it mixes you up and down and ups yeah inside out and makes you nearly poo yourself but it 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 has that ability so it's so the same with when people leave if no one comes in and blesses the home or no one you know uh, gets rid of any of that residue then it's going to remain so sometimes you know they could be attached to the land they could be attached to the building um, so you know uh, I think some people aren't you know they want they want to find out but then if we start digging deeper, is it going to make it worse? Um, and look, until you start investigating, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, so isn't death a really interesting, or after death I should say, a really interesting topic? Because uh, no one has really come back in the physical form, and we know that, Um that I have heard about, uh, there might be such a thing. I know there's been people that have had near-death experiences and even that, that just blows my mind, some of the stories, you know. Um, But is it more, you know, it's it's been in someone's subconscious and they're telling a story or is it, you know, if one person comes back but 10, 20 people come back and they say the same thing and they don't know each other, then you're... It's more of a believable thing, isn't it? You know, that's what we as a society tends to uh, hang on to is what we're told or thinking of. Um, So in our mortuary area or in our care centre area, um, we have uh, a night watchman. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, something's been labelled. Yes. And his name is Geoffrey. Now, I think on one of my other episodes, we were talking about Jeffrey. Now, Jeffrey is a lovely man. He was in his late 70s that for three years was trying to get a job with me. Every time I would put an advert out there, he'd be going, pick me, pick me, I don't need to be paid, Uh, I just want to come and work. I did palliative care, I've done this, I've done that. He lived most of his life... um, as uh, working, you know, making trains, but also he worked in the mines, which then eventually finally got a hold of him and, uh, yeah, he he unfortunately did pass away uh, due to respiratory issues. Now, I I said to I said, Jeffrey, look, mate, you're 70-something, you're late 70s. I said, I don't know what you're going to physically going to be able to do because it is quite a... Um, uh, you know, you've got to have, you've got to have some muscle um, behind it and, you know, if you're moving people or trans, uh, transferring people from a house and might be a set of stairs and, you know, even for him to just get rubber gloves on took him 15 minutes. <laughs> but I used to always take the mickey out of him. He was such a lovable guy. But then he, he drove me up the wall. So he got to the point where I went, you know what, come in. So long story short... I hired him and he worked with us for a good, you know, 12 to 18 months off and on. And we really got to see a good side of him and learn a lot about him. And I'm really kicking myself that I didn't get to employ him earlier. Um, But I think things happen for a reason, don't they? You know, there's reasons for that. So – You know, he'd be—he would have gone down to the, you know, down to the market, or he's gone up to the shops. He'd end up wearing our shirt, our Brembo family funeral shirt. And uh, even though he wasn't working, but he wanted to promote and he wanted to be a part of that. Um, He actually, when I he was an he was an engineer. So um, when I say making trains, he wasn't there. Like you know, screws and whatever. He was, you know, let's see how they work and we can adapt that to that. So. Um, when, when he, uh, yeah, when he would be walking around the markets in the shops, he'd, he'd uh, wear his shirt and he'd be very proud of it. And even when he passed away, um, and I was talking to his wife, because uh, Jeffrey was a very, like, you know, he kept a lot of stuff to himself. Like, he just think, oh, you know, he probably doesn't want to know how I care about him or whatever. And, and his wife just said, um, the love that he had for me and, and our team of people... Uh, and was just was just amazing, and um, uh, he he never liked getting his photo taken, hated it. And on this one day, he he said, "Oh, can you take a photo of me?" I went, "Oh, okay." So I did. Didn't think anything of it, and then, "Oh, let's all get a team photo in front of stretch our hearse." Yep, so we did that. And uh, Jeff, our limo guy, he, he took the photo for us and and it was beautiful. So later when I told his wife that, she went, he doesn't like photos, never. And I went, well, it's not that I, I didn't ask him, he asked me. Once again, things happen for a reason. Because now that photo, that single photo, we have uh, in our care centre, and we have a work board, like whiteboard, that has all our funerals and what what's to happen, etc., up on the wall. And then we got a timber, um, like a backer, that's got Jeff's board. So we have got his photo, his badge is attached to that, um, and we've got uh, Jeff's board and everything there. So we told his wife, and she was she was just so she just said he he would love that. But she said, whatever you do, don't take it down, he'll haunt you. And I went, <laughs> well, he was after me for three years, so what, what's more? So she said, um, oh, and even a psychic, you know, he'll be with you. Don't you worry about that because how he spoke, if he could live and breathe at Bremba, he would have. And I was just, I was truly taken back by it and I was really humbled. And um, so, he, yes, he, I feel the presence of him. He's not there all the time, um, but that's okay. But I really need him to be there at night time to look after the place when when we leave. And uh, the, you'll you'll hear the occasional um, noise from our cameras or you know things happening, and you think oh, I think that's Jeff. Um, but uh, it's just to know that he is there, and I've picked up voice uh and i've picked up uh body form and uh orbs and things like that so especially when you call them out and they they do come then you you know look i try to de- uh, debunk everything because like even though i believe it's like yeah but i just want to make sure that was what it was it wasn't anything else so um and those and those people that know me know that i do that too so um Yeah, so he's one of our paranormal people that we have there. Um, When we get people into our care that are, um, uh, if I say, have energy. uh, Now, not everyone that comes into our care will have 100% high energy for a couple of reasons. A, they could be elderly and they feel as though that they don't need to show themselves or... Um, you know they've they've lived their life and they've got nothing else to, and I, and I'll use the word prove got nothing else to prove or show or or to reach out to us about. So that's not a bad thing either because you know that we're still going to do the same role uh, to help them. We know that um, that they're well looked after. The other ones that do come in might have a, a small little spark. To go with it, so these souls uh, show themselves either by orbs um, or manifesting into body shapes or uh, just mist. Um, sound is a big thing that tends to play havoc. You know, we've been in the mortuary, and I'll have a playlist um, that you know well, it's private, no one else can sort of get, it, but it's a playlist, and that playlist. I know pretty much what songs on it. And one day I was doing a preparation. Um, uh, yes, I think it yeah, it was a gentleman and uh, young younger gentleman, and he loved. Um, uh, it was uh, what was it? Um, something with the strings or something, but it was like a classical piece. Now I didn't have any classical on my on my play. I think it might have been Reiki mix or something like that. So there was no, it just had sort of more of that instrumental, calm, calming, meditative, uh, with the Reiki uh frequencies and all that in there. And then all of a sudden this this song uh A came into my head and I'm thinking, why? Why am I thinking of that? Um oh no, what was it? Um uh, uh, the uh, it's an oboe one. Um, uh, Gabriel's oboe or something like that. Gabriel, yeah. But and then all of a sudden, the play the playlist changes, and this song comes on. Now or this tune comes on. How does that happen? And of all these classical violin, piano orchestra type music that is the one that comes on after I was thinking of it now I found out that that song was one of his favorites and he used to play it because he was a he was a muso so then once I found that out that was a different relationship because we were then able to communicate with him and say, Hey, look, let's put that song on again. Or if you're here, can you make these lights flicker or can you, yeah, change the playlist or later on, can you show yourselves on the camera between these hours? Um, just get as much energy up and, and manifest as an orb or a, or a mist or make a noise so we can hear you. And, and, I would say eighty-five percent of the time it works. They do come at the time that we want them to. They do, uh, you know, reach out as an orb, or even if it's just one one flyby, you know, it may not be a come around again and shoot us with multiple orbs. It's just it it it's whatever they can they can manifest uh, at that time. Um, so yes, we've. Uh, and, uh, I mean, that's just one story. There's there's probably hundreds more that I could probably talk about in regards to a lot of that. So, to answer the question, in my eyes, paranormal events are 100% legit. I know some of the shows that you watch on maybe uh, YouTube or some of the other, you know, like Foxtel and some of those... Um, you know, a lot of them are for ratings. I'm not saying that what they do isn't investigating properly because I'm not a professional with that. But um, you know, I love to see it. But when they go, oh, what's that? Did you hear that? It's like, and you don't hear anything, and nor do you see anything, but it gets your interest. But to me, it's like, no, I want to see it. Show me on the camera. Let me let me hear it. Or they'll you know it'll be ooga booga. and then they'll turn around and go. Oh, it says, get out. It's like, uh, no, it said, ooga booga. Oh, no, I hear that. Oh, get out. You know, No, 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 no. Um, the other, uh, so, yeah, with our with our care centre, I guess, here, so the other thing with here is, so there's lots of things that do happen. And we could go a solid month without anything. And that's not bad either. We just know that everyone is happy and we talk to them and just give them all the love and support that we can in their transitional point. So, I well, I do know what other directors do and, it, and it, um, it's a bit of a disgrace on some of their parts, not everyone, but uh, I know the care and dignity and respect that we give our loved ones here. So, um, you know, and I protect our location We've got crystals, I wear crystals, um, lots of things. So our intentions are not to upset them or to destroy them, but we will help them move across if they're still lingering after the funeral. And that does happen. They don't want to go. It's like, oh, no, I need to talk to my family. Well, go and talk to your family. You don't need to be here anymore. This area of our space is not going to help you talk to your family. Some families aren't into it, you know. They'll want to go, oh, no, 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 that doesn't exist. So, um, you know, it's important that if there is a soul left, we talk to them, let them communicate if they wish to, and then we just let their guardians come and get them, you know. Um, Just because you're on the other side doesn't mean that you can't communicate with loved ones if you have the right energy and the right people on the other side to help you. So I believe. Uh, I'm not a scientist with that, so I can't comment on that. So, you know, let's chat about death is, has always, as I said before, has always been um, a positive environment for people to talk about issues or talk about uh, real-life experiences Uh, and talk about uh, rituals and traditions that you may already know about, but there might be some, I guess, the insider part um, that you may not have been aware of. You know, most people they'll go, okay, um, person dies, then, then they turn into yuck, like, oh, yeah, I can't touch them, can't do anything because they've passed. And then all of a sudden, three days later, they turn up to a funeral, person's in a coffin or casket, they do a cremational burial, and that's it that's people's thing that's that's the process whereas behind the scenes there's probably about thirty hours of work involved and i will just go maximum thirty hours um involved in process arranging um transportation to and from place of death the uh, you know uh there might you know and then the time between when when things happened yeah so there's lots of work that goes in. So we're, we're dealing with that loved one quite uh, substantial when we're doing preparation and looking after them. The other side, um, I guess, of the paranormal is we have done several investigations at uh, our local cemetery and I chose our local because it didn't have... Uh, too much electromagnetic field around it. Now, what I mean by that is those big crane-looking like um, electricity-wise that go from one hill to another um, or, you know, too much of the above-ground things. Uh, Our area is quite uh, old, um, so a lot of that is still having to be Used and it's working quite well, um, but I I chose I chose this cemetery A because it's just up the street. But there's a little bit in there. Um, when I say a little bit of a little bit of uh, history involved in there, and you know there's uh, vets and there's um, you know children and just some really beautiful people and. And even the funerals that we've done—that's what I mean. You know, there's some really lovely souls that we've looked after that are currently there. So we set out one evening, and uh, you know, uh, waited until the security guard had left, and then you know, because a look, if I if I bring management, they'd go, "Yep, that's fine. Just don't be silly." Um, but on the other side, it's like you know, we don't want to we don't want to make ourselves a nuisance, so. We just want to do our investigation, use our equipment and see if it works. We don't want to be a show pony with it. So we went the old paranormal. So we got all of that equipment out and we started communicating. Now, what we did find is we got more communication from uh, children that had passed than what we did of the adults. Now, the fact that we took some of our children with us might have been a trigger which then said, hey, I've got some friends here now or um, – and I think they were just curious. And uh, we got some – and our videos are actually up on, on uh, TikTok, so under Let's Chat About Death podcast, um, and that's Let's Chat About Death podcast on TikTok, where we did, um, yeah, this investigation, put it on camera – Uh, We've got the SLS camera, which then picks up body form uh, or like stick figures. Now, the only way that that can happen or show is if there is something that looks like a a human. If it doesn't look like a human um, or it doesn't resemble something, then it it won't. It won't show. Um, And, you know, the, the souls have control of that too. They can turn it on. They can turn it off. They can... Do whatever. So we we got some really good contact, um, and there was even one uh, one boy, and I can see where his grave is here now. And it's sort of towards the end of an aisle, towards the exit of the cemetery. And uh, I think his name might have been Jude, because so I walked past him the other day during my walk. And yes, I walked through the cemetery. Um, the and he when when we had the SLS camera up on him, he was just sitting on top of his monument. Now, what I mean by a monument is the marble or granite structure that they place on top of the grave after someone has been buried, for those people that don't know what a monument is, that has all the headstone and tells about a little bit of him. And, and he was just sitting there, legs crossed, like what most kids do. You know, sit on the floor, or sit there and legs crossed and he was waving and uh, and it was really, it was just, it was an eye-opener. I've never seen, you know, a, a child sit on a, on a gravestone like that and reach out towards us like we put our hand out and uh, just that whole connection that way. Um, the other one which I haven't seen too... Um, entities come up on the SLS camera before if they have if if there was they would sort of it would be very quick like bang there was two and then all of a sudden there's one so it was focusing on two when we went up towards this grave we found out the two sisters were in this one grave uh, and they were fairly young as well so I don't know if that was an accident or whatever I can't even remember the if they died at the same time, uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, I'd have to go back and have a look. But they were there and they were, they were dancing. And uh, I'm sure I've got that on TikTok as well under that Let's Chat About Death podcast. And it was just, um, even Emma, my wife and the kids, they were just like, wow, that just, yeah. And that's the stuff, and I don't know about you, but I'm just sitting here now. And I can feel the hairs on my arms and my back going up, um, but I know that each and one of you out there have probably had an experience similar to that, or or you have been to uh, the asylums, and or you've been to the the prisons, and you know all sorts of things like that where you you get to feel that. But what I find is, and it's like the shows. Um, you know i'd love to go up and do some of the asylums but then you know when you get these people all they want to do is aggravate the souls you know majority of these souls that are there you can my understanding is you can remove them and set them free if if that's what you know my understanding is when it comes to the the higher ones but they don't because if they if they leave then They don't get their money. They don't get their money for the tickets because people are going to go or they'll leave there and, you know, and leave awful reviews because they never got anything. Now, souls aren't, you know, they're not on a payroll, so they don't just like, oh, you know, you need to come out at 8.30 tonight. They'll come out if they feel comfortable. So there's things that will happen, noises will happen that will not happen any other time unless they want to reach out to you. But there are certain parts in these prisons and asylums and other haunted sort of areas that people aren't allowed to go into because they've either been scratched or punched or tripped Um, because that's when people take the mickey out of them, that's what happens and uh, unfortunately it all comes down to dollars. You know, if a tour company... Um, but yeah, like, like I said, all, the, all not every company does it that way. Okay, I, and I know there are some fantastic investigators out there, and that's what makes what we do a lot easier because we're able to get the same type of equipment and learn from them. But the ones that are just out there to make money, well, good on you. You know, if that's what you have to do. But on the other side, that that's a that was someone that was living. You know, and if it is something that isn't living, then you've you've um, manifested something different, and you don't want to play with that. How many of you? And I, I, I like if if we're in a room at the moment, um, I guarantee majority of people would put their arms up. How many of you have played with a Ouija board? mm mm-hmm. Yep. How many? Yes, I can sense that there is multiple people out there that have said yes. I have. Now, as kids, you'd probably, if you played with it as a kid, you'd go, oh, "Yeah, I'm going to get someone to come in here." But you know, I don't. I don't play with Ouija boards. Um, I had, like we, you know, we have at one point, but. Ouija boards or spirit boards, whatever you want to call them, pendulums and things like that, have a purpose. But you need to know how to use them properly and how to close them down. Because what happens is, you know, and a majority of people are under the influence of alcohol when they do these things, so they get a little bit freaked. But they'll... They'll open it up and things happen and then they go all laughy and, oh, my God, and then they run away from it. And they don't physically close it down by, you know, giving the the intent that you are not to come out. This is just a communication tool. This is not anything else because if you leave that open and there was legit things behind it, and they have the power, then they can come out of that and, uh, you know, start taking control or, or energising themselves in what you have surrounding that area. And some people have said over the years that, you know, things started happening after all of that. You know, like, oh, we did, we did this at a, at a party, a Halloween party. That's the, that's the other thing. Oh, we'll bring it all out at Halloween. And they took the Mickey out of it, and now they want to know why people are always getting sick, or why, you know, mold is starting to grow, and people go, "Oh, yeah," but it's just the water problem or whatever. And I get it, yeah, I get it, but why is it? Why is it that ever since that happened, all of these other issues happen? So, I'd be interested too if you knew, or oh, if if you had any stories in regards to that. Um, and you can certainly, you know, make comment, uh, on any of our, uh, paranormal videos on our TikTok, uh, let's chat about death podcast. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to hear that. Um, but if you can't, then you can just talk, say it out loud wherever you are or take it into your head. That's all good. Um, but wow, isn't that, you know, um, I think everyone has, has an interest. They may not truly believe in a lot of stuff, uh, maybe because no one has ever taken them through that. Like, why? This is the other thing I get questions for. I, I mean, I pretty much know the answer, but why is it that a lot of paranormal investigations happen at night? You know? Do, would, you, would you know what that was? couple of things. A, it's dark. Brings the whole spookiness to it, doesn't it? No. I mean, that that is a factor because um, I know from, like, the story I was telling you earlier that in the dark and something comes at you is not the best feeling, but it gets the adrenaline pumping. So, yes, darkness. Um, Then you start to see um, mist or... You know when you've got when you've got your cameras that are on, you know, night mode and um, like infrared cameras that start to show things. Uh, the other thing is too, the um, the amount of other noise is minimal. Um, like if you were living next door to a train line, well, pff, yeah, you're going to have noise. But you know the everyday cars the I don't know. I don't know if you if you oh I mean you know the difference between day and night I mean that's pretty obvious but the noise so try that try that the next day that you get so you'll hear the noise during the day and then when it's night time hear that I guarantee it you'll say oh my god yep that's totally different I don't know. And it's the same with uh, I know it's not funeral related or or hocus pocus related but the difference between a weekday sounds different to a weekend. Guarantee it. Yep. Try it out. Like for where I am now is a Friday and tomorrow I'm going to try it out. <laughs> I, no, I, I have tried it out. I know I know it is that. But it's different. It's different. Um, so, look, I, I would have a look back at your life and go – what type of experience do you think that I've had that that you could go, mm, yeah, or, you know, how many people have you been around that have been into that stuff before? Um, I don't know if you've been to a psychic or a medium before, um, you know, uh, there is some really good ones out there and then there's some really like anything, uh, it's like trades and things, some rubbish ones. Um, you know, it's it's all interesting. There's power. There's power behind a lot of things, and um, but paranormal, man. I'll I'll probably have a couple more episodes about paranormal because it just keeps coming, and uh, there is more stories. Um, but we are approaching that you have been listening for nearly an hour, and um, I like to keep things wrapped up within the hour because I think that's a good thing you know if you're rushing around and you know I don't want you yawning off and uh thinking oh this is boring but uh yeah yeah so I hope I hope you've enjoyed that um I have um yeah the paranormal things and the yeah what what we're into and what we're not that that's that's a big thing so um Thank you once again for taking the time out of your day or night to listen to me ramble on about another topic of uh, in Let's Chat About Death. Like I said before, if you want to have a look at our videos or follow us on social, we're on TikTok under Let's Chat About Death Podcast. Uh, and those that do follow me and want our merchandise, which we didn't just bring out because we wanted it, you, as the listeners and the followers, asked us, can we have some shirts, can we have some sweatshirts, can we have some uh, hoodies and, you know, all sorts of stuff. So we will be bringing more things out. Um, but that is on our TikTok uh, bio and it's under Shopify or even if you look up Let's Chat About Death on Shopify, you will find us. And if you have any, any image that you want, please just um, let us know. Um that's my sales pitch for the day. Go and buy some stuff. <laughs> All right guys, take care now and uh, yeah, talk to you later on. Bye. Oh, keep clapping. Bye for now.